Greetings from Mount Zion, Heavenly Jerusalem, City of Innumerable Angels. How you doing? My name is not important. What's important is the name of Jesus Christ. I don't even care about you. I care about Christ crucified in you. That's true love. That's when you know you're not just a Babylonian ministry of witchcraft. What are you doing here, buddy? What is this little broadcast, this little internet show, child? All we're doing is revealing the Father in the coolness of the day. I have no plan. I have no agenda. Nothing. I have nothing except the seven spirits of God. The Father said to me yesterday, you're either going to have the seven sons of Sceva, human flesh, worthless garbage, or you're going to have the seven spirits of God. Seven spirits of God is the sevenfold Holy Spirit. The Amplified was right. Ian Clayton is wrong. <laughs> Truth anyhow. Suck it. John 20, 20. So saying, he showed them his hands and his side. And when the disciples saw the Lord, they were filled with joy, delight, exaltation, ecstasy, rapture. I've been in a near continuous rapture since 2008 by the grace of God. I'll tell you what happened to me. <coughs> Why I'm so retarded. Let me explain. Someone had sent a John Crowder video, posted it, gone viral, from Winnie Banoff's church over in Philadelphia or some Georgie Winnie Banoff. And I uh, just, you know, a friend. His name was Clint. He went to Northwestern College. You know, I've, I've burned through 10,000 friends in the last however long we've been doing this. Almost 10 years in the drunken glory. And uh, this guy in particular said, Brandon, this is something you're going to be interested in. You know, because I was the Pentecostal missions leader of the inner city, you know, missions thing we were doing, working with about 25 inner city churches, several colleges, and just really blowing it up in Cedar Riverside and Hard Times Cafe, eight hours a day, signs, miracles, and wonders, praying in tongues, just prophesying, you know, a lot of works. So then I get this message of this video of John Crowder, and it's called The Ecstasy of God or something, or getting jacked up on the heroine of Christ, you know, I can't even remember what it's called, but I watched it, and after the video ended, an open vision appeared over the computer screen. Open, physical, before my eyes. A scroll came down like this and opened, and I saw into heaven, and I saw the Father's hands lowering down a hose that was solid gold. And the audible voice of God spoke over my head, spring of 2008, this is the golden glory hose of your Father in heaven. You can toke this hose as much as you want and get as high as you want every day. And as I reached up to the gold hookah, and it had like a spout, like a water hose, but it was gold on the end. I grabbed it like this, and as my hands went through the scrolls on both sides, the scroll closed, and I inhaled, 
I've been in a near continuous state of ecstasy in third heaven rapture since that moment. Through all hell and high water, I mean, it's been easy, I tell you the truth. Ministry before the golden hookah was hard. Ministry after the golden hookah, when we launched out in the drunken glory movement that caused the Florida outpouring in the spring of 2008, the beginning of the manifest sons of God, and the great awakening of all nations, tribes, and tongues, and the sons of God, it's been so easy. <laughs> when you are drunk on the Holy Ghost, it is so easy that I pity the fool persecuting me. You cannot win against the wine of His blood covenant. When a person is fortified in the blood covenant of the cup of wine that we drink, because that's what the golden hookah was. It was, and the Father reminded me, Brandon, do you remember when you were born again in Teen Challenge in 99? I told you I'd get you more high than all the drug addicts and make them jealous of how high I get you. I came out of severe American drug culture. That's all I'd ever known. I've always been a druggie since I was 12 years old. <laughs> and that's the main calling on my life is to deliver the drug addicts of America, the alcoholics, those addicted to prescription drugs as well, those addicted to just alcohol, like it's acceptable in society as well. Like, everyone's a drug addict. I mean, that's the thing that's astonished me, and it's like the self-righteous are like, I don't do drugs. Religion and self-righteousness is your drugs. I watch these people. They have to fix, get their fix of self-righteousness every day. And I'm not mad at them. I'm in love with them, but the truth is everyone in the entire world is a drug addict. That's the, sol that's the, the solving of the riddle. That's what solved that riddle. I mean, I literally didn't understand what the Father is saying to me hardly at all for many, many, many years. It took me 10 years to understand one phrase I've heard from the Holy Ghost. You know, I'll just put it on the shelf. You're like, I have no idea what the Holy Ghost is talking about. The Spirit of Wisdom, the seven spirits of God just saying all this stuff to me. Am I supposed to be able to be that mature to understand that? And he's like, no. You obey the word. Later on, you understand as you take a leap of faith. It's called walking by faith, not by sight, and being a real Christian. A disciple of the word of God. Oh, okay. I'm starting to get it. I'm a little slow. Believe it or not, we've been doing this thing 18 years. Following the Holy Ghost the best we can every day for 18 years. Strayed to the left a little in religion. Strayed to the right a little in rebellion. But now we keep the narrow course and we never leave the river. For years. We never leave the river. Day, night, never come out of the river. I found out this is the only place that has any life in it. And out of sheer survival tactics, and not wanting to die, and not wanting to taste death, not wanting to be tormented by demons in hell, like so many of my brothers and sisters are in drugs, alcohol, and religion, I decided it's a good idea to stay in the river of life. And you know what? That's actually the standard of Christianity. Where's the river of life found in the Bible, brother? My Bible says, do works. That men are justified by works, not by faith in Jesus. I mean, do you even listen to what some of these pastors are telling you? These people are sorcerers. They want to enslave you to themselves so they can make money off of you. I tell you the truth. When Jesus Christ boiled down the Pharisee the Sadducee, the teachers of the law, 
the scribes system of all the synagogue of Judaism. That's what he was doing in Matthew 23. He said, you serve money and not God. You outwardly say you're serving God, but in your hearts, you all serve the golden calf. You are the servants of your father, Lucifer. And you can say that for every single person in the world that serves money, that worries and fears about money, that has money as their provider and not Jehovah Jireh. Oh, it's so hard, Brandon. No, it's not so hard. You're just so disobedient. It's really easy and it's really light. I'm telling you, because I walk this thing out every day and it's a standard of not an advanced Christian, but a day one foundational Christian that you hear his voice and obey. Oh, it's so hard. There's No, it's not so hard. You love sin more than you love the Holy Spirit. If you're honest with yourself, most of you just go astray because you love the pleasures of the flesh more than the pleasures of the Holy Spirit called the Garden of Eden. I don't, Brandon, I don't. And we hear it for years and years and years. Well, then stop disobeying and start drinking. I don't know how to drink. Well, good. You're in the right place to learn how. Drink the river of life. But the river of life is kindergarten stuff. This is not advanced stuff. This is salvation stuff. This is foundation stuff. And you stay in the river of life until you're a full manifest man-child. Key part of that is not man, not adulthood, not old gray hairs, you know, not, you know, have all my credentials and this is bishop and this is apostle and this is where I'm ordained by man. No. Only God can ordain a person. The ordination of man is satanic. Let me say that again. The ordination of man by man is Satanism. It's like ordaining someone in Lucifer's pride and self-righteousness. Like you have authority to ordain anyone is an abomination. Only the Holy Spirit can anoint someone chosen by God. And we'll, we'll just destroy the whole religious system like Jesus Christ did. I mean, that's what the anointing's here to do, guys. Don't forfeit the anointing on your life to fit into a church system called Gog and Magog that has deceived the whole world. Gog and Magog is the system of all buildings made by human hands. But unless the Lord, the Holy Spirit, builds the house, the laborers labor in vain. Oh, and don't tell that to the church builders. Don't tell that to the church planters. Don't tell that to Christianity because Christianity has become vanity, vanity, vanity. A chasing after the wind. Where can I go get my blessing? What conference can I go to? What church can bless me? What pastor? What man? Until you get filled with the spirit of adoption, you'll be completely orphaned. And that's why they're all sad, and it's so hard, Brandon, it's so hard. It's not so hard, it's so easy and light, you're just not in the gospel. And I'm not being mean to you, I'm telling you the truth as your brother in Christ. Get in the river where it's easy and light, leave Egypt, leave Sodom, repent, get out of the dry, arid places, get out of the rebellious places, get in the river, and thrive like the olive tree, commands the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb. This is the place with all the life. You're not missing out on anything in religion, in church systems, in buildings made by human hands, in Gog and Magog. 
You're just dying in those places. That's why so many churches, they'll have the cemeteries literally attached to the church. So after you're done dying in religion, we'll bury you in the backyard. I mean, that's still going on. I drive by cemeteries and churches attached all over America, all over Europe. They're all over the Australia. They're all over New Zealand. They're in every nation. So you have the cemetery right next to the church. So we'll kill you with religion your whole life, says Satan, and then we'll bury you next to the religious hell that stole everything of God from your life, your entire existence on planet Earth. It's called spiritual Egypt. That's how Satan ensnares the nations through religion. And it's the truth anyhow. Yeah, your church is satanic. Your church will be drowned. Oh, I have a good church. No, you don't. You're deceived, and you're full of witchcraft. The only good church is the church of the revelation of Jesus Christ, the church of the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb, not man's handiwork. No flesh can boast. Built by the Holy Spirit with living, soul, living stones, which are the souls of the redeemed. And we're coming up against that Gog and Magog system. Every word I speak, I feel it just grinding like a drill into Satan's brain called human brains, human flesh. Everything that tramples his sacrifice underfoot is inside the brain of humanity, called ego. <laughs> I don't have an ego. Anyone in the brain does. The only time you're free of pride in this universe is if you're Christ crucified and you're not in your brain, not in the flesh, in the river of life, in your new creature in Christ, spirit life. Unless you're living like a spirit being, I tell you the truth, you're already dead in sin right now. You're already marked 666 on your forehead, animal beast. Because you've lived like a beast, like an animal, and you have not been in the river. Only in the river do you live angelically. Zoe life, river of life, divine life, Jesus Christ's resurrection life. Above all the dead of spiritual Egypt. Above all the dead of spiritual Sodom. All religion and all rebellion have been made a footstool for your feet in this whole universe, in the river of life. But outside the river of life, all you know is rebellion and all you know is religion. So you must repent, which means change your mind about everything you think you know. I tell you the truth, like Morpheus in the Matrix, Everything you've ever known is a lie. The university systems, the nations, the governments, everything everywhere in this world called Babylon the Great is a deception of starlight, potent sorcery, deceiving even the prophets and apostles of the charismatic church, I tell you the truth. Only in the river of life can you ever get the white eagle's vision of the seven eyes. Because who has the seven eyes? Who has the seven horns? Revelation 5, 6 says, Only the lamb that was slain have you been crucified with Christ. Do you no longer live? Is the life you now live by faith in the Son of God? That is the only possible way of salvation in this world. And we'll open it up. It's not hard. It's not praying a sinner's prayer. It's not doing works. It's drinking a cup of His blood. And staying a child submitted to the Father, 
so that you're not by default submitted to the false father Lucifer, so you're not full of starlight, you're full of glory light, so you're not full of sin, you're full of righteousness, you're the righteousness of God in Christ, in the river of life only. See, the river of life is not optional. But so many Christians don't even know there is a river. Rick Joyner's got a book out called The Torch and the Sword that talks about it. The vast majority of Christians that have been born again, that speak in tongues, don't even know there is a river of life in 2017. The Great Awakening is the masses, the throngs, the millions, and eventually billions coming out of spiritual Egypt, all religions, coming out of spiritual Sodom, all rebellions, and coming into the river of life, where John the Baptist and his disciples, Jesus Christ and his mighty men, have been the whole time while you've been sleeping in church, or sleeping in heroin, or sleeping in alcohol. Amen? And they'll just awaken. And no one's going to be biting at each other. When you're in the river of life, you're drunk and high all the time on the Spirit of God. When you're in the river of life, you can't even be angry. And when you're angry, you don't sin. It's just like laughter, like a roaring lion of the tribe of Judah with seven blazing torches opening seven seals so that the seven spirits of God can come through your hearts and minds. You're created to be the temples of the Holy Spirit. Adam lost the seven spirits of God in the fall, but through Jesus Christ at Pentecost, we have the Holy Spirit back. We have the perfect covenant, and we've had it a long time. We've just been really, really deceived. And if you're honest with yourself, you've been really, really wrong. Really wrong. And you've persecuted the prophets. You've murdered the sons of God. You must be forgiven in the river of life. It must be washed in the blood of the Lamb. You must become a river creature. Apart from Him, you can do nothing. Apart from Him, there is no life. But in Him is life and life more abundant. And it is for freedom that He set you free. He said to me today, freedom is my intelligence. Only in freedom can you ever be angelically smart. When you're in bondage to the law, to the letter that kills with no spirit freedom, you're dumb. That's why religious people have very low IQs. They're not smart people. You look at them, they're paranoid about every dumb thing, conspiracy theory. They're paranoid about every, you know, fake internet story. They're, they're worried about aliens. They're worried about money. They're worried about, they're like sheep. They're worried about everything except what they should be worried about. Feasting. <laughs> Just gorge yourself. Fresh, tender, green pastures. Still refreshing, quiet, Selah waters, <laughs> living waters, crystal clear waters. These crystal clear living waters restore our souls. It's time for all of us to know the Good Shepherd and not despise Him in the sons of God who perfectly manifest Him in Jesus' name. I'm telling you, it's time for the man-child company to fully manifest. It's time to restore all things. It's time to drown the world in grace. Guess what grace is? It's not what these idiots on TV say it is. They're idiots. They're wrong. They lead all my people astray into theology and doctrines, and it's just garbage. Grace is the blood of Jesus. Grace is the blood of Jesus. When you abuse grace, you're abusing His blood. You're trampling the blood underfoot as it's written in the Bible. Anytime you abuse grace, you're just abusing His sacrifice. 
spitting on his face, crucifying him again, saying, I don't need that. I can go out here and whore myself out to demons, have my own plans for my life, make money, be successful, have a nice business, have a nice family, and just have a little bit of Jesus, but not go all the way in, or he might strip me of my selfish plans. He might take away my plans for my life. I'm not willing to sacrifice anything for Jesus. So guess what? They just don't enjoy very much of the feast. And we, we've looked at them over the years, these that are complacently satisfied that serve money and a little bit serve God. And honestly, in the past, I've been a little jealous because they have it so easy in Babylon. Now, I pity them. It will not be easy for them. These are the ones screaming in horror as their children are kidnapped, as their wives are murdered on short-term missions trips, as terrible things happen to them left and right because they've compromised in the demonic world and Satan's taking what belongs to him everywhere now because the end has come. This is the end of the world, friends. Armageddon is a good thing. I love Armageddon. It's not a scary thing. It's only scary if you're with my enemy Lucifer and his fallen angels. But for the sons of God, it's justice. For the sons of God, this is what I have been warring for and praying for my entire born-again 18-year life. That the world be drowned in the blood of Jesus. That the heavens rain the blood of Jesus. That every city and every nation be underwater in the crystal clear living waters. That there be no more wickedness. Just like it's written in Peter. God has prepared a new heavens and a new earth where righteousness dwells. Don't you know the sons of God bring it forth before even Jesus Christ, our leader, returns? I know the Lord. I have seen the Lord face to face. And guess how he appears to me when he physically comes to me? Twice. The great white eagle. Because I'm called to be a senior prophet of the whole world. To take Bob Jones' place. You know, you thought he got persecuted. Look at Red Letter Ministries. It's the prophetic word that causes the morning star to rise in their hearts. If they can reject the white eagle, the great white eagle, the throne room prophetics of Jesus Christ, then they'll reject the new heavens. They'll reject the new earth. And do you see them out there getting cancer, dying and dropping like flies? Because I do. And many that I once walked with are already dead because of blaspheme in the Holy Spirit and fighting the prophetic word and making themselves enemies of the great white eagle because they don't understand it. It's beyond the cap of their church. It's beyond your human intellect. It's beyond your human brain. It's a passing of the understanding it is written. It's spirit. It's angelic intelligence beyond human intelligence. God, the living God the kingdom of God, the throne of God, the mastermind of Joel's army is so far beyond human intelligence that all they can do is bite at it, mock it. God forbid they drink the words and get it into their spirit. They might get totally saved and blessed and prospered in their souls and prospered in their finances and prospered in their health and never be sick again a day in their life because in the river of life there is no sickness and disease in the river of life there is no poverty in the river of life 
there is no pain. They can only throw stuff at you, but you got a river of life coming through you. The second anyone says their mean, biting words, trying to hurt Jesus Christ's feelings every day, you think I take it personally? They murdered my Lord. Sodom and Egypt, these captives of Sodom and these captives of Egypt, murdered my Lord. They murdered our Lord. In Sodom and Egypt, allegorically speaking, it is written. Revelation. So I expect them to constantly murder the Lord in me who does these things, who says these things. The seven spirits of God, the anointing, who created the heavens and the earth with a whisper. If they treated the master of the house despicably, they will also treat the happy servants terribly, as they have in every generation since Jesus Christ. They murdered all the apostles, Peter crucified upside down. You know, so many of the mystics, have you ever spoken tongues during the Catholic Church abomination? They burn you at the stake as a witch. You know, look at us now. Red Letter Ministries, they hate us. They call us every name in the book. They're horrible. Most of my Facebook friends barely even tolerate me as their Facebook friend because I'm too fringe. I'm too out there. No, I'm a normal Christian. You're just captive of Egypt. You're just in Gog and Magog, and I'm free. And guess what? The freedom will take over. The freedom's going to drown all your church systems. The freedom's going to drown your cities and nations. The freedom will drown your human governments, your human economies, your human media. The freedom of Jesus Christ and Him crucified will take over all the heavens and all the earth now so rapidly. You'll think, God, give us some more time. Well, you've had 2,000 years. You've already been deciding every day in your hearts against the breath of life that you breathe and take for granted in this terrestrial plane, where you will spend eternity and how close to the throne you will be. By your obedience or your disobedience, I tell you the truth. And I pray for everyone to be right in the throne room of God, and I know millions of sons of God will. It's a shame there's not more. You know, but let's make more. Let's show them that there is more than everything you've ever thought about God and the kingdom and Christianity in the New Testament. I mean, read the book of Revelation now in the seven spirits of God and understand by the seven eyes and the seven horns of the seven spirits of God, the anointing that is our Lord that fills these temples, God's bodies on earth. Amen? God's sons, each one, a temple of the seven spirits of God. Each one, a brother and a sister of Jesus Christ. Not in theory, but in manifest glory. Amen? <laughs> this isn't information. This is substance. This is the river of life. This is the kingdom of heaven that comes through our hearts, circumcised, and comes through our minds, circumcised. We are the true Jews of heavenly Jerusalem. Amen. We love you guys. Support us at redlettermen.com and be blessed. Amen.